Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, what more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. When arrived, they found the telephone and electricity lines. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. Morning. Murder. Imagine being told that you were attractive enough to be a model. Would you fall for it? We have heard stories of men using the model and photographer ruse to lure women before. And on November 29, 1967, a Brazilian man was born who would go on to pose as a photographer and take the lives of 11 victims. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Francisco de Assis Pereira was born on November 29, 1967, in Sao Paulo. From an early age, he suffered from sexual assault at the hands of his maternal aunt, thus manifesting itself in a fixation on female breasts. As an adult, he found himself seduced into a relationship with his male boss and, in a different relationship, almost had his penis ripped off by his male partner. This instilled a deep fear of losing his penis and a lasting pain during sex that left him with the inability to achieve pleasure. All of this, coupled with his extreme violence, began to morph into a murder spree. He began approaching women, making sure to target those who seemed most vulnerable, and explained to them that he was a talent scout for a modeling agency. He went on to say that he was shooting for a large cosmetics company and thought they would make the perfect model. Once he had them alone, he would rape and then strangle these women with a shoelace. He worked as a motorcycle courier during this time and would often approach women in a local park, earning him the name the Park Maniac. One of his victims, Elisangela Francisco da Salva, 21, was found naked in a state park. Her body, already decomposed, took three days to identify. She had been reported missing after being left by a friend at the El Dorado Mall. 
Raquel Moda Rodriguez accepted a man's offer to pose for photographs after leaving her job at a furniture store for the evening. She called her cousin just before the meeting, who cautioned Raquel, saying it was too risky to meet with a stranger. She assured her she wouldn't go, but never returned home. Her body was found seven days later in the state forest. Selma Quiroz was kidnapped on her way into the center of Sao Paulo. The next day, a man called Selma's sister and claimed he would release her if she paid a ransom. She agreed, and he claimed he would call back to arrange it. He never did. Her body was found in the same park as his previous victims. She was naked and showed signs of rape and torture. On her shoulders, breasts, and legs were deep bite marks, and on her neck were signs of strangulation. In total, 11 women were found under similar circumstances. Sometimes two were discovered at once, in and around the Parque de Estado in Sao Paulo. The problem was that the Sao Paulo police had very little funding. This meant that they had no lab to test any evidence in, and officers often bought things like fingerprinting material with their own money. Some didn't even have patrol cars. Finding this man, while extremely important, was proving to be difficult. While bodies were being discovered, surviving victims were contacting the police and telling them of experiences with a man who told them stories of becoming a famous model. These women thankfully declined his offer. Had they accepted, his victim count would have been much higher. Thanks to these women, a sketch of the attacker, Francisco de Assis Piera, was released and caught the attention of a man named João Carlos Villaverde. The sketch looked just like the man who was currently staying with him, and he soon called the police. 23 days after Sao Paulo realized they had a serial killer in their midst, on August 4, 1998, Francisco was arrested. While in prison, Francisco became the record holder for receiving the most letters while in prison, even marrying one of his admirers. Something about him was charming enough to convince women to go along with him to secluded locations, and the charm was still working while in prison. He is set to be released from prison in 2028 after completing the maximum 30 years required by Brazilian law, but, according to some reports, his sentence was later extended to 268 years. Psychiatrists concluded that, if ever released, he would undoubtedly return to murder due to his pseudo-psychopathic state of mind. According to Francisco himself, if he had not been caught, he would have escalated to cannibalism. On December 18, 2000, fellow inmates at the Taubate House of Custody and Psychiatric Treatment tried to kill Francisco during a riot. But while four other inmates were killed, he survived because, according to him, he had faith on his side. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on November 30th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime-obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, 
easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.